I'll be completely honest with you. I have been guilty of these things, and I know that you have too. These big health mistakes are exactly why we end up wanting to do a major health and habit overhaul in January. I've been coaching and working with women and moms in particular long enough to know that if you can be on your guard against these specific mistakes and pay a little bit extra attention during the season, you're going to feel great. You really will. And you won't feel like you're being restrictive, obsessive, or a diety. All right? So let's jump in together and commit to being on guard against these common pitfalls and have a much healthier season this year. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Strong Mamas podcast, where we're talking about our fitness and food choices as moms in real life and in light of our faith as Christ followers. I'm your host, Megan Dahlman, and together we'll be exploring what it means to be a healthy, strong mama in the middle of a culture that's obsessed with vanity. This podcast is all about helping and equipping you to take better care of yourself and the ones you love. So last year, our holiday season was absolutely crazy for our family. We had, like so many of you, we had been homeschooling our kids because of COVID. They just had not been to school in forever. And so the Christmas break came around and it was like, uh, we're still home. Like nothing's really changed. Um, Although at least we didn't have to like homeschool every day, which was challenging. Um, Not only that, but we were preparing. We're kind of in the middle of of the process of trying to prepare our house to sell. We were putting it up for sale immediately after the holidays. And so there was just a lot of painting and fixing and little things that we had to do, even staging. You know, we were moving furniture around our house. In the middle of that, we were trying to find a temporary place to live because we were moving to a new state. We were moving from Oregon to Idaho, and we needed a place to live because we were in the process of getting everything in order to start building our house. So I'm thinking back to the holiday season last year, and it was just bonkers. It wasn't a typical holiday season, and this year it won't be either. Unfortunately, we're still living in our temporary home. I don't have any of my Christmas decorations here. We might put up a tree, (laughs) but I I don't know where all of my ornaments are. And we're going to have to move out of this temporary house on January 4th and actually move into a trailer (laughs) for a month. And so I'm trying to wrap my brain around what is that actually going to look like and now we're living in a in a new state, you know. We're not in Oregon anymore, and so our normal like holiday travel family traditions, they're all just kind of backwards and we're having to sort things out this year. So I feel like during a normal holiday season, we get thrown off our game and out of our regular routine. And it it's a struggle to keep up with the habits that we know we need to do day in and day out to feel our best. And then if you add to that a bunch of abnormal circumstances, you could have a potential recipe for complete disaster, right? And you might find yourself picking up the pieces in January. So in this episode today, I want to share with you what I'm personally going to do, because this year's crazy, what I'm going to personally do to be on guard against um, certain mistakes this holiday season. These are the mistakes I know that I will make that I know I will regret if I'm not paying attention to what I'm doing. These are simple and not diety or restrictive things during the holidays, but I am going to be blunt with you because they will require a little bit of discipline. 
okay? But if you can join me in this this year and commit together with me, we can make sure that we're not going to let our guard down and make these mistakes over the next couple weeks. If we can do that together, we're going to feel great and we're going to feel like we're in control and we'll feel like we're not going to have to start over come January, okay? So I'm going to walk us through 13, I know it sounds like a lot, but you're going to see that each one of these is so important, 13 of the most common mistakes that we as moms make this time of year. I'm preaching to the choir here because I want to make sure I don't do these as well, okay? So grab your pen and paper, jot these down. I'm also going to have these in the show notes. You can see them on the blog, on the website. If you don't have a pen and paper, if you're listening in the car, but let's make sure that we're not making these mistakes this year, okay? You with me? All right, number one, putting everything on hold until after the holidays, I know, this is the first and most common mistake. And it's essentially having that all or nothing mentality. Right now, I'm looking at my calendar and my and, and everything that's going to have to happen over the next few weeks, and it feels really overwhelming. I'm going to have to pack during the holidays. <laughs> I had to pack during the holidays last year. It it's just like gives me a headache to even think about that. And part of me thinks, I'll just clear the decks and press pause on my workouts and not worry about my eating habits. And part of me is like, hey, that that would just be like giving yourself grace, right? But I think that there's this balance. Um, and I, I'm going to talk about that in just a second. But we have this idea that if I can't do it all right now, then I just won't do it at all. I won't do anything. And you're right. You won't be able to do it all right now. The holidays are a pressure cooker season. You have a lot of things on your schedule that you don't normally have on your schedule. You have a routine that's been flipped upside down. But I need you to remember that doing something is so much better than the all or nothing. Okay, think about how you would feel physically if you stopped taking care of your body for a couple weeks, for the next couple of weeks. I know I would feel horrible, like physically horrible. I would feel like my muscles were starting to just disappear. And I know that for me, whenever that happens, all of my joints start to talk. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's my knee. I didn't realize I had a painful knee. I don't when all my muscles are strong. And then the other thing, like I feel my posture kind of start to fall apart. And then if my eating habits, if I put those on hold, I just feel ill. You know, I have to eat anyway. But if I'm eating just junk food, my stomach hurts. I feel like my acne comes back. I feel like everything that I don't like feeling, it it happens, right? So I know this is a busy season and it really, it might not be the ideal time to make a lot of progress and lose 5% body fat, but that doesn't mean that you should stop altogether. And seriously, even if you haven't really been doing anything up to this point, I still wouldn't recommend putting off your self-care until after the holidays. You can go for walks. You can still eat your pros, you know, protein and produce at each meal. Simple little things that we can all do together to just stay healthy, okay? And let's be realistic. I mean, are we attending a nonstop holiday party beginning Thanksgiving Day and ending New Year's Eve? <laughs> Probably not, right? You'll have parties and activities like periodically scattered over the next few weeks, but you're also going to have a lot of very normal days too. There's no reason for you to halt your exercise and good eating habits altogether. 
Even if you have an extended trip to a family member's house, or maybe you're going to Disneyland or a tropical location, take me, please. (laughs) Um, There are plenty of quick and simple little workouts and activities that you can still do while you're away that will make you feel really great. And I can guarantee that you can find veggies and protein options wherever you are. So having a simple, doable exercise and eating plan is in place and following through with it is essential this time of the year, even if it's a bare bones thing. Don't self-sabotage and throw in the towel when you feel like you can't do it all. Even if you can't do it all, it's still worth doing something every time. Okay, so that's the first mistake that we tend to make this time of year. Okay, speaking of all or nothing, most people spend their life flipping between progress mode and what I like to call digress mode or what Scott, he calls me out and he's like, hey, it's not digress mode, it's regress mode. I know, I know. Okay, so most people, they're either on a diet and working out all the time or they're completely digressing. They're losing weight or gaining weight. They're losing weight or gaining weight. Does this sound familiar to you? So the second mistake is not understanding the difference between progress mode, maintenance mode, and digress mode. And friends, I am happy to announce that there is a middle ground and it's called maintenance mode. It's not as focused and disciplined as progress mode where you're trying to make forward progress, but it certainly requires a little bit more intentionality and discipline than digress mode, okay? It's not dieting, but it's not eating whatever you want either. It's not working out five or six days a week, but it's not being sedentary either. Maintenance mode is a completely foreign concept for those that tend to be in that all or nothing mindset. But learning how to truly maintain during the holidays, it's a really, really important skill. So if you can navigate through the holiday season, maintaining the body you have right now, wouldn't that feel so much better than digressing and and like gaining five pounds, right? Okay, here's an example of what I'm going to do to maintain this season. I, for myself, I'm going to plan on doing at least three workouts per week, making sure to choose things that are kind of like big bang for your buck, like full body strength training workouts. Because I know that if I tackle all of the major movement patterns, I'm going to feel really good. I'm also going to work on eating all of my meals and having protein and produce, eating those pros at every single meal. I'm going to enjoy one or two splurges every day, but I'm always going to be mindful and under control, paying attention to what I'm eating. And then I'm going to make sure that I'm constantly checking in with my body and with my mind to make sure that I'm still in a good spot. And if I feel like I'm digressing a teensy bit, I simply might look at the one thing I think is, ah, that's being a little undisciplined. It's usually the food thing. I'm simply going to tighten that thing back up like one notch, not all the way, just like one notch in. So this is the same thing you can do. So don't flip all the way into digress mode this season. You can easily maintain what you've got, where you're at. And then once the season is over and you really want to do make some forward progress, then you can toggle that switch and and turn right back into progress mode when the timing is better. Okay? Okay, let's keep moving. Mistake number three is having super high expectations and then getting completely derailed when things don't go as planned. So I have a girlfriend um, that's been participating in like a five-day-per-week boot camp class, and she's doing great. She's been fairly consistent for the past couple weeks, and 
which is awesome, but I'm I'm actually a little worried for her. She told me that she's going to try and keep up with it during the holidays. And I know it's this sense of like, I really want to push myself and do really great. But I just know, like looking from the outside in, that it's just not going to be possible. And that's okay to admit that to yourself. Here's the thing. This might not be the season to try to commit to five workouts a week and try to eat perfectly, right? Sure, I know that those are great intentions and you would probably feel amazing, yes, but come on. <laughs> that is that even realistic right now for you? Probably not. So here's what I recommend so that you don't make this mistake. Create the ideal picture in your mind of what you'd like your routine to be or what your expectations are, and then reduce that or crank that down by quite a few notches and aim for accomplishing just a slightly easier expectation, okay? And then think through a backup plan. Most people never do this particular step. What are you going to do when everything hits the fan and you can't do what you originally planned to do? Which of the workouts is the most important one for you to show up to? Which meals are most pivotal for you? Is there an ingredient that you know you need to include with each of your meals that makes the most impact? Maybe it's just drinking your water. What is going to be your strategy for when you'd rather just throw in the towel because you realize, oh man, I set my expectations way too high and now I can't do it. What's your strategy going to be? Okay, so make sure that you're creating realistic expectations and then have a very clear backup plan. With this strategy, you're not going to get easily derailed. Okay. All right. Mistake number four is having the scarcity mindset. And I know that this concept is a little like, what is the scarcity mindset? Like, it just feels like it applies to so many different things. And what does it mean when it's applied to this? So this mindset, especially this time of year, tells us that the things we get to experience during the holidays are super temporary. This is our only chance. It's the only time we get to have it. And they're all going to disappear Never to be enjoyed again. We're going to have to wait an entire year to have it again. And because we think this way, we overindulge now. Because we're thinking it's going to be gone. So I'm going to have to have it all right now. I need you to realize that this stuff is not going to vanish and become scarce forever. In fact, you can actually make a peppermint mocha any time of the year. Did you know that? (laughs) Did you know that you can walk into Starbucks and order a peppermint mocha probably any time that you want? And you can actually recreate that special meal, like maybe that Thanksgiving dinner, whenever you want, any type of the year. You know that they sell turkeys all year long. So there's no reason for you to think that it's now or never. The stuff that we get to enjoy during the holidays is usually still available all year long in in abundance. So there's no need to overindulge because of a scarcity mindset. Okay, so don't make that mistake. All right. The next mistake is also about food. We have a tendency to believe that certain holidays are only about the food. We do this at Thanksgiving. You know, Thanksgiving is like about the food, right? Okay, so food is grand and it's marvelous and it's a blessing, but what are we actually celebrating on Thanksgiving? It's not food. (laughs) We're celebrating our gratitude and noticing the blessings in our lives. What are we actually celebrating at Christmas? Are we celebrating food 
and treats and sweets. No, we're celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. Food is just one part of the celebration, but that's not why we're here. For years, I think many of us have forgotten all about what we're actually celebrating because we're so focused on the food part. You know, the making it, the decorating it, the eating it, the cleaning up after it, the way it makes us feel. I think we need to realize that we're not just here for the food. So don't lose sight of what you should truly be celebrating because you're so focused on the food. All right, the next mistake is something we all do. I do it too. And what it is, is checking your intuition at the door. This is turning your brain off and just going crazy. Okay, let me ask you, in a holiday setting, how often do you eat something that you don't even really like just because it's there? How often do you overstuff yourself just because it tastes good and you want to keep tasting it? How often do you make yourself miserable with too much food and drink? How often do you skip workouts because you get too busy? Okay, that's another piece of the intuition. I think we never take a real moment to stop and ask ourselves, how is this making me feel? We're just so in the moment that we're forgetting how our actions make us feel. So stay mindful, stay aware, stay intuitive during the holidays. And doing that might be the very best skill that you could possibly have. In fact, it's going to affect all the other things I'm mentioning right now. If you're able to set your fork down with your food half eaten because you know it's not going to make you feel good if you continue to eat, then you're being mindful. That's intuition. If you can say no to certain treats because you recognize that it's not your favorite thing, then you're being intuitive, okay? If you can stand back and look at your entire week and analyze it, recognizing when your workouts should take place and how you'll feel when you get them done, then you're paying attention. This takes some practice, but when you become intuitive with your food and exercise, you'll be so much better able to navigate this season in a healthy manner, all right? So don't check your intuition at the door. The next mistake, oh, this is so funny. So every year, my mother and sister-in-law, they bake 12 dozen cookies to take to a cookie exchange. And then they come home from that cookie exchange with 12 dozen cookies, different ones, you know, the ones that they didn't bake. And those cookies are sitting on their counter for the next two weeks, getting eaten. <laughs> so mistake number seven is baking too much, like way, way, way too much. Okay, friends, these cookie, exchange, these cookie exchanges are getting just completely out of hand. Why are we doing this to ourselves? Nobody really wants all those cookies anyway. It always turns into a giant battle of willpower when you have five or 12 dozen cookies sitting on your counter. I know you say that you're going to give some of them away, but are you really going to do all that? Like, seriously, do you actually give everything away? Okay, so here's a better way to go about it this year. Just pass on the cookie exchanges, okay? Your friends are going to still love you, I promise. And pick one or two of your family's absolute favorite Christmas cookies to bake this year. And just be done with it. Be, just do those. You're going to enjoy them far more if you stick with that anyway. So remember the holidays are not about the food. This is that other mistake that we mentioned. They're about experiencing the things that really matter. The things that we're really celebrating. 
you don't need to bake 12 dozen or five dozen cookies to experience Christmas to its fullest. I bet just one batch of holiday cookies would be enough to enjoy the cookie making experience, okay? All right, this ridiculous amount of baking (laughs) brings me to mistake number eight. (sighs) This is thinking that you're going to hurt somebody's feelings if you throw food away. Oh my goodness, right? So a few years ago, we lived in a neighborhood and almost every day there was a new little baggie or a container of goodies on the front porch just left as a gift. It was so thoughtful and so sweet and I know they all went out of their way to do this for as gifts for other people, but it was too much. It was just too much. And you might have that same situation, you know, where you've got neighbors or that sweet aunt or friends or your like mom's group that makes you pie or coffee cake or cookies. You know it's going to come and you know how much love is going into it, but you really don't need to be eating all of this. We end up with so much food this time of year and we always feel so bad if we don't eat it I'm sure most of it tastes amazing and delicious but there's no law that says you have to eat everything given to you if someone sends you home with leftover food or you're given food as a gift it's really okay if you don't eat it you can try one cookie and throw the rest away or or give it to somebody else and if you don't like getting food as a gift Stop giving away food as a gift too, (laughs) please, okay? You never know the healthy habits that that person is trying to work on. And, And you could be gifting them a giant basket of temptation and willpower challenge, okay? So let's switch up the gifting style and and not be afraid to throw food away if you've got too much of it, okay? Which leads me to the next mistake that we make. Number nine is eating things that you don't even really like. Okay, for me, during the holidays, I don't like stuffing. Or in the South, you might call it dressing. I've never liked it. It tastes like soggy, overly spiced bread to me. And it was the one food growing up that my mom never forced me to eat. So over the years, my taste buds have changed a bit. And I can start to tolerate it a little bit more now. So for some reason on Thanksgiving, I find myself eating stuffing, like putting it on my plate. Why? (laughs) I think it's just because it's there and because it's part of the overall feelings of the day and because everyone else is eating it. But I don't like it. So you might have those things during the holidays too. It might be only like one or two things, but wake up, you know, realize what those things are. You do not have to eat foods that you don't really like. In fact, you shouldn't eat foods that you don't really like. So try to think about all the foods that you're exposed to over the season. And then think about what you really enjoy, the things that really do it for you. And then think about the foods that you could probably live without, you know, like my stuffing. Okay, so make a list of it if that would help. And then simply don't eat the stuff that you don't like. Okay, so you want to know what's on my yuck list, (laughs) my yucky list? Okay, I'm going to say this out loud so you can hold me accountable and make sure that I don't eat these foods, okay? So stuffing is definitely at the top of the list. I do not like pumpkin spice lattes. I know, I know. They're just not, they don't do it for me. I I don't like them. I don't like gingerbread. 
I don't think it's good. I really do not like orange flavored chocolate. I don't know what the deal is. Why do we have to put orange with chocolate? They don't go together. It's so bad. I think this goes back to my distaste for marmalade. I hate marmalade for some reason. I don't like dry sugar cookies. Most sugar cookies I don't like. I definitely don't like sugar cookies that are store-bought. I really don't like fruitcake. And I know that there's more, and I'm going to be paying attention to it this season and just see if my list gets longer. But just writing it down reminds me to not waste my time, not waste my energy, not waste my stomach space on these foods that I don't even like. Okay, another food mistake that we make during the holiday season is not utilizing the sample technique enough. Okay, so listen to me. The sample technique is having just small samples of food when you're at a holiday get-together, okay? You do not need full servings of dishes to fully enjoy them. Just put a small amount on your plate, eat it slowly, really pay attention to the flavors and the textures and notice whether you like it or not. You can even consider the healthfulness and just the nutritional quality of that particular food item and then just move on. Move on after having just a sample. Let's break that what's normally a glutton mentality that's typical this time of year and work on sampling and being content with just a few little tastes instead of binging on food, okay? Now, our next mistake happens all the time. I see this all year long. It's not just at the holidays, but this is a pretty big one. This is trying to undo bad food choices with a workout by doing a workout or doing preemptive workouts so that you can end up eating more. Oh my goodness. Okay, this is a really bad mistake that we're probably all guilty of. This is classic like diet mentality where we use exercise as punishment or as a big magic eraser for the food that we've eaten or the food that we're going to eat. I bet so many people participate in that turkey trot on Thanksgiving Day simply so they can go back and eat whatever they want for Thanksgiving dinner, quote unquote, guilt free. And I bet you'll find so many women in the gym the day after a big holiday party to burn off all the indulgent food that they ate the night before. It doesn't work like this, and it's a horrible mindset. So stop viewing your workouts as just calorie burners and fat preventers. I want you to work out because it's part of your weekly routine and because it feels so good when you do. Sign up for that turkey trot or the jingle bell run, not in anticipation of any food that you might eat, but just because it's fun to do, and it's good to move your body and be physically active. Go to the gym for a hard workout, regardless of the food you ate or you're planning on eating. Do it simply because feeling strong and fit is awesome. I think we need to mentally separate our food choices from our exercise choices. Yes, they're both equally important and they sort of go together, but they also need to be autonomous to a certain degree. So try to get it out of your head that you can magically erase the effects of an overindulgent meal by showing up to an 800 calorie burning class. (laughs) Will that class erase the fact that you're okay with overindulging in the first place? Probably not. So let's not make that mistake this year. Okay, the 12th mistake. We're getting close to the end here. Okay, this mistake is underestimating the power of vegetables. Okay, when you get caught up in the season and start making bad food choices, it's going to happen. I I just know it. Even if you're going to try to avoid all these mistakes, that's going to just happen. 
bring yourself back, like collect yourself and pull yourself back together by eating vegetables. I know this one seems too simple and annoying, kind of like I'm putting on the mom voice of eat your veggies. Okay, but it's true. When we have a steady intake of a variety of vegetables, we're going to feel so much better in general. We're, we're going to be less likely to overindulge in the first place. We'll have more energy to do our workouts. We won't feel quite as bloated and we'll be more in control with the foods that we put in our mouth. Okay, there is a trick that I often use um, during the holidays. And that trick is to always be the one that brings a veggie platter to a party. And then try to be the one that eats most of it. (laughs) I always make an attempt to not eat any other appetizers. Then when it's time for dinner, I fill at least half of my plate with vegetables, whether that's more of the veggie platter for that I brought or any other salads that are available. And I tell myself to eat all of the veggies on my plate first and then decide if I want any of the other foods. Often I don't because I feel good, I feel full, I feel satisfied. If I do want other foods, like maybe there's a dish that looks really good, I'm gonna try the sample technique, okay? So don't underestimate the power of vegetables, friends. Okay, our final mistake. This is it, this is it. It all comes down to this. Don't make the mistake of worrying too much about your body this time of year. Since when did our bodies become the center of attention during the holidays? (laughs) We exhaust way too much mental energy worrying about our bodies this time of year. If nobody else is going to say it, let me be the one to tell you that there are far more important things to focus on. Instead of worrying about your body, make your healthy habits automatic and just get them done and move on. Do your workouts, eat your pros, have a simple plan for when you're in those splurging situations, but then let the results shake out for themselves. Don't step on the scale this season. Please don't. I mean, if you happen to gain a couple pounds, lose a couple pounds, stay the same. I mean, oh, well, just don't worry about it right now. Okay. All right. I gave you a lot. So let's recap real quick what all 13 of those mistakes are that you and I are going to work on not making this time of year. Okay. So mistake number one was putting everything on hold until after the holidays. We're not going to have that all or nothing mindset. We're just going to keep showing up and doing a little bit. Mistake number two is not understanding the difference between progress mode, maintenance mode, and digress mode. And so we're going to intentionally be in maintenance mode this season. Number three was having way too high of expectations and then not having a backup plan when we get derailed. Number four is having that scarcity mindset. I need to eat it all right now because it's all going to (laughs) disappear. Number five was believing that certain holidays are only about the food, which they're not. They're about so much more than that. Number six was checking your intuition at the door, like shutting your brain off and not being mindful and aware. Instead, let's pay attention. Number seven, this is where we got practical. Baking too much, way, way, way too much. Don't do that. You don't need to. And number eight was thinking that you're going to hurt somebody's feelings if you throw food away. You're not, okay? Number nine is eating things that you don't even really like. 
Number 10 is not utilizing the sample technique. Really practice that this year. Okay, try to become a master sampler. (laughs) 11 was trying to undo bad food choices with a workout or doing preemptive workouts so that you can eat more. This is a really, really bad mentality. Let's not think that way. Number 12 was underestimating the amazing power of vegetables. And then number 13 was just worrying too much about your body this time of year. So above all, friend, I just want you to be wise. Ask yourself if you've been guilty in the past of making any of these holiday mistakes. Let's do this year differently, you and I together. Let's be wise and discerning. Try to not just react, but plan ahead and be thoughtful. And remember that the holidays, they're not just about your body or food anyway. Have a bigger perspective. Keep some simple, healthy habits in place and do what you need to do to feel great all season long. And hey, let me know if this helps. Did one of these tips stand out to you as something that you're really going to try to work on in the next couple of weeks? I'd love to know. You can shoot me a direct message over on Instagram at Megan Dahlman, all one word, or you can send me an email at Megan at VigeoFit.com. And yes, I read those emails, okay? Don't forget, if you've been enjoying the podcast, make sure to share it with your friends, okay? That really helps spread the word. You guys have been doing awesome about sharing it with your friends. I love seeing more people listening. You can also leave us a rating and review to let us know how it's been a blessing to you too. Thanks again for showing up with me today. And until next week, be strong. Be strong.